0: Today's New Testament reading is from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1-24. through 24. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith, And of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves, and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth in love. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. This is the Word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome the Reverend Robert Gerke.
1: The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Are you doing your best as a Christian, as a baptized and forgiven child of God? Are you living out your faith as fervently and as faithfully as you possibly can? Are you doing your best to heal the relationships in your life that are broken? Are you doing your best? To share the hope of Christ with those who are perishing? Are you doing the best you can to serve others in the name of Jesus? In our text, Paul helps us to see it's not easy to live faithfully as a Christian. It takes a lot of work and effort and self-discipline to live in a way that is worthy of our calling. In the first three chapters of Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he describes what God has done for us in Christ over and over again. Now, in chapter 4, he describes what such a life looks like. It's a life that is filled with humility and gentleness and patience. These aren't just nice words. They describe God's expectation for us. Be humble, be gentle, be patient. In this life, we bear with one another in love. That means we serve one another and carry each other's burdens. And as we do this, we also maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. God has given us unity as believers. And God calls us to maintain it. Yes, unity. In the next few verses, Paul describes the Christian church. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. In these three verses, the number one is repeated again and again. It's repeated seven times in its various forms. It's obvious God created his church to be united as one. I also find it fascinating that the Greek word for unity is based on the Greek word for one. Paul brought up the term unity in verse 3, and then he uses it again in verse 13. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Are you getting the picture? a life worthy of the calling we have received in Christ is a life of self-sacrifice and one that seeks to be united with other Christians. It is a life of service to others. It's a life that is characterized by gentleness and humility. It's not an easy life. In fact, it's exhausting to love and serve others as we have been loved and served by Christ is difficult. So here's our predicament. God calls us to live in a way that is worthy of our calling But it's a daunting task, a task that we simply cannot do on our own. And so we find ourselves falling short of the life God has called us to live. When we look at God's command to us to live a life worthy of Him, we could be tempted to quit, to give up on God and the calling He has given us. This is really no option at all. Another option is simply try harder, to work harder and harder and harder, to overcome our sinful inclinations. We could resolve that no matter what, we are going to put out Whatever effort is necessary to live more faithfully. This is a very American approach to living the Christian life. We can do it if we work hard enough, so let's get to work. The problem with this approach is that it leads us to put our confidence and our hope and our trust in ourselves. Even trying to be faithful as a Christian can become our idolatry. There's a third response, and that is to die. Not to quit, but to die. To come before the cross of Christ and admit that we have fallen short. Paul describes how we do it every day as we remember our baptism. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. This is returning daily to our calling, to our baptism. It is a daily recognition that we are not our own, that we belong to Jesus, that we are his servants, called to live a life worthy of our calling. In Jesus' name, amen.